Hello, this is Kevin Kersey of the Kevin Kersey Agency. The Kevin Kersey Insurance Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group, can help with home, life, auto, or business needs. Phone number is 317-286-3481. We can also be found on Facebook at the Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. Walk-ins are always welcome at 480 East Northfield Drive, Suite 300 in Brownsburg. The Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Today's program is made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency. And now here's your host, Rob Kendall. Welcome into another edition of Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us on the program today. Big night in Brownsburg last night. Big night for Hendricks County politics. Our own attorney general here in the state of Indiana, Curtis Hill, was in Brownsburg to speak to the young Republicans and somebody who was there in attendance, our own Scott Strong, to tell us all about it. Scott, how's it going? Good. How about you, Rob? Good. Now, I love a good Hendricks County political event. In fact, yesterday was a really big day because not only you had Curtis Hill last night, but the state auditor Tara Klutz was in town that morning at the GOP breakfast, right? Yes, that's right. So, um, And we even had some high-profile high people at the um, county fair have been showing up there, too. That's right. Uh, we, we are like the epicenter of state politics this, this week. That's right. There's a lot of people coming in and around. Now, I want to primarily talk about Curtis Hill and his speech last night to the young Republicans. Uh, but first, were you at the uh, the event where the state auditor was there? No, I didn't make that one. Okay, so we will we will focus our energy today on Curtis Hill. First of all, uh, I know you've met Curtis Hill before, but what are your impressions of our state attorney general? You know, he was, and I actually told him this last night, um, sometimes when somebody gets elected, although you kind of know their positions and know where they're at, um, after six months in, you either get a confirmation or a denial that they followed up with those things. And I would have to say that everything that he talked about when he was running for state attorney general, he is doing or working towards. So there is, this is a guy that's walking his talk. All right. Uh, so this was at McAllister's in Brownsburg. And basically what they do is anybody can come to these events. They're hosted by the Young Republicans. And they basically have a different featured speaker each month that comes out and talks about various issues that are important. Last month it was State Senator John Crane. This month, Curtis Hill. Was there a pretty good crowd for the big event? Yeah, there was a, a decent turnout. Of course, the county fair was going on, and there were a couple of high-profile people in attendance in the audience, um, like Diego Morales, which possibly could be running for an office in the near future, and of course, the guy that just announced for the run for our prosecutor in the state in the county here, um, Lauren Delph, was there. All right. Again, our guest Scott Strong. We're talking about uh, Indiana State Attorney General Curtis Hill was in Brownsburg last night replaying the big uh, the big event. Uh, OK, so like what does Hill talk about at this event? Well, he was pretty much on to the office and was talking about, you know, what it was like to get up to speed um, because, you know, just because he got elected doesn't mean that everything stopped and started over. They've got 150 lawyers in the state attorney general's office, 400 people there. So he talked about coming in and joining um, the state 
session, um, State House session that was already in session when he joined it, and then catching up. And he was talking about, you know, it's been six months, and he just feels like now he's starting to get on top of all of the cases and the things that are happening in the Attorney General's office. More on the way with Scott Strong talking about Indiana Attorney General Curtis Hill's appearance in Brownsburg last night. When we return, you're listening to Central Indiana Today. AUSA is a nonprofit agency that matches high school students with host families for an exchange experience that cultivates leadership skills, develops intercultural awareness, and enhances local families and communities. Students and families can participate in global diplomacy and bring the world to the Hoosier State and their home. More information about hosting a student or studying abroad can be found at www.ayusa.org or by phone at 317-231-3871. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us. Speaking with Scott Strong about Indiana Attorney General Curtis Hill's appearance in Brownsburg last night. Okay, so Hill's interesting to me because he got elected, and normally the Attorney General is pretty much on par with the governor's office. Like, they're the law arm of the executive branch. But Hill already in his tenure has bucked Governor Eric Holcomb, specifically his view on this needle exchange program. Yes, that was the case. And actually, he talked about that last night, that he had reached out to the governor's office because he wanted to talk to him about this legislation that was going through. And he was told that, well, it was a little bit too late, that it's already out there. And then, of course, a lot of people know that he showed up and testified. He said, well, I'm going to get my voice out there if I can't talk to the governor and the people before it comes to to fruition in the in the in the state house and the senate, um, he would go and testify. So he wanted to make sure his views were out there and they were represented because he has a very strong um, affinity about how that affects our prison populations and the and the treatment programs that are out here. That's an interesting thing to me. Let's go into that for a minute. Uh, that seems uncommon that the governor would tell the sitting attorney general, "No, I'm sorry, I don't have time for you. This is too late." Yeah, now he didn't say the governor. Um, I think it was the staff that he reached out to, and they were the ones that told him. So I don't necessarily know that it was Governor Holcomb that told him that, but he called the office, and the office said that those things were already moving forward towards a vote. Now, I'm not going to say that the attorney general's being nice or not telling the truth, but if I can get a meeting with the governor, which I did uh, to interview him, I'm pretty sure the attorney general could get a meeting with the governor face-to-face one-on-one. -face, uh, -on -one. Right, Strong? I would imagine so, but that was the comments that he made at the um, at the dinner last night. Uh, did he mention anything about any pushback or anything that he's received? Because, you know, our buddy Abdul reported there were a lot of people in the executive branch who were not happy with him for going against the governor on such a high-profile issue. Yeah, um, he did uh, indicate that 
he seemed to have shocked them, but he also indicated that he wanted to send a message that he was not going to be on quiet on issues that he wanted to be heard on his voice. So I would say that's probably a shot across the bow of the governor's office to say, if Curtis Hill calls in the future, you might want to take the call. (laughs) Because, I mean, to me, this is the guy that's in charge of enforcing the laws in the state of Indiana. Wouldn't you want him to at least feel like he had a say in it? Yeah, I think he would. I mean, he is, you know, our highest um, official in that area, and it's always good to have, especially since he's directing, you know, 150 lawyers and cases across the state uh, and what they will do and what they will prosecute and what they will defend. So I think that this is a very key person that you want to know what their views are and what's going on. Again, our guy Scott Strong. We're talking about uh, Indiana Attorney General Curtis Hill coming to Brownsburg last night, speaking at the uh, Young Republicans meeting. Another thing that Hill has been pretty adamant on, and I think the governor shares his view on this one. I, oh, I know he does because he signed it into law. He is challenging this legal swipe at the new abortion law passed in Indiana. Did he go into that at all? He didn't go into it. Um, he usually doesn't talk too much about pending things or, that are on the doc, docket. Um, you know, just basically to say that uh, it was incumbent upon him to do due diligence and review all of those things and to move forward in the best light when they have all of the information to move forward on it. Uh, did you get the feeling that he likes doing the public speaking? Yeah, I did. Um, he, he had some great stories last night, and he talked about how the him being elected to this office has kind of changed his personal life. Um, so he talked about now he's not free to go out. Every time he goes out, it's like somebody recognizes him. He told a very cute story about how he went out. Um, some friends asked him to do some karaoke. So he threw on a T-shirt, he went out, and he was at this this place, and some people from across the room recognized him, came over to him, and just, you know, gushed all over him about how they liked him, how they supported him, and then they turned and said, Andre, can we get a picture with you? Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so my question is, has that ever happened to you because you're a big radio celebrity now? No, that has not happened to me. So, <laughs> Have you ever been mistaken for another celebrity like the Attorney General? No, not, not yet. <laughs> okay. Uh, one of the big, we'll just call it the elephant in the room here, is that Curtis Hill is considering running for United States Senate. Did anyone, I know there's always a question and answer session at the end. Did anyone raise their hand and say, uh, Mr. Attorney General, are you running for U.S. Senate? Yes. Um, actually, I was the one in the audience. That, you were the uh, troublemaker. I was the troublemaker last night. And um, he asked me, I asked him if he was looking to run for any office at the federal level. And um, he turned the question around and said, do you have a recommendation or anybody in the room for any <laughs> office they would like to see me run for? Which brought up a little chuckle. Um, he kind of went into that in a little bit of detail. Um, you know, he didn't sound like a candidate until... Um, He started talking about when he was asked a question about what should the Republican Party stand for. And when he started talking about that, boy, that could sound an awful lot like a a stump speech for the Senate. So but from looking at it, um, he basically kind of deferred the question and basically said, you know, 
he reminisced about when he was prosecuting attorney um, up north when he was put in. He says, amazingly enough, he says, when I was just six months into that job, he was immediately started being tapped for possible running for other thing. And then he went on to say that I went on and served 14 years before I went on to any other job. So unless there's something that happens, he said, I think I'm very happy with where I'm at right now. Because he strikes me as the sort of guy, not, I'll talk about him personally in just a second, because we've interviewed Curtis several times, friend of the show, but he strikes me as a guy that people are looking at and saying, this guy has potential to be something really big in the state of Indiana. Yeah, and I don't think that he is opposed to that or against it. Um, He didn't comment last night that he's just now starting to get his hands around the current job that he's in. Um, He didn't say that he wasn't interested in it, but you would have to say by some of the things that he's doing, he's really bringing some focus on some issues that he wants to focus. And so he's stepping out. And I don't think he is running from the attention of the Senate that is allowing him to get the things that he cares about into the public because he knows when he speaks right now, people are going to listen, whether he runs or not. He's definitely going to use that bullhorn to drive the points home that he's interested in pushing. Here goes Scott Strong. We're talking about Indiana's Attorney General Curtis Hill in Brownsburg last night at the Young Republicans meeting. Scott was there. Uh, Okay, so we've seen this before where people fall in love with an Indiana Attorney General as, well, they'd always be a great candidate. And Mm -hmm. the most recent example of this is Greg Zeller, who was the attorney general before Hill, elected not to run again, was going to run for or did run for Congress down in the district Trey Hollingsworth is in now. And he was a terrible candidate. And everybody was floored because they said, well, he's such a good candidate as attorney general. And I told people that's because you don't have to take a stand on anything. When you're attorney general, you just get to say, I like law enforcement. Yeah, and I think that would be the case, too, of Curtis Hill, except for the fact is he really is taking the bullhorn to talk about a few selected issues, and they do seem to be resonating. I don't recall um, our former Attorney General Greg Zeller coming out so strong on certain things, and he talked about a lot of issues. He talked about the news media and how they didn't get things right. He talked about the opioid crisis and even some views. Um, his, he had his deputy chief there and talked about some things um, about the new law of that um, one of our state representatives um, has put forth here in, in Avon to rewrite the code and about about the type of people that are being affected out there. So he definitely has strong opinions on how the Republicans need to move forward. And I think a lot of people on those select issues, he's resonating with the population that's out there. More on the way with Scott Strong talking about Indiana Attorney General Curtis Hill's appearance in Brownsburg last night. When we return, you're listening to Central Indiana Today. This is Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Impact Youth Mentoring serves the children of Hendricks County. Impact Youth provides academic and social development in our mentees as well as leadership development in our mentors. If you are interested in becoming a mentor or know a child who could use a mentor, learn more by searching Impact Youth Mentoring on Facebook or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. A podcast of Central Indiana Today is now available on SoundCloud or iTunes. Made possible by Figment 2 McDonald's. 
Figment 2 McDonald's has locations in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street next to Ben Davis High School. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of WYRZ 98.9 and Community Radio. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us. Speaking with Scott Strong about Indiana Attorney General Curtis Hill's appearance in Brownsburg last night. Uh, over under right now, Strong, he runs for U.S. Senate. What do you think? Right now, I would say he's under, not from anything that he didn't say last night, but he hasn't been out heavily fundraising. So this is a guy that, you know, I don't think it's he would shy away from it. Um, but I also think he recognizes um, it's good to have press and publicity. So I would probably say he's not in it unless something happens to one of these top candidates. Well, and you mentioned the top candidates. You're talking about Rakita and Messer. And it seems like every day that goes by, people get sort of more uninspired by both of these guys. But I come back to nobody knows what Curtis Hill's views are on tax reform or Obamacare mm-hmm. or immigration or you know anything like that for the most part because you don't have to say it as attorney general and you don't know what sort of candidate he'd be when you're out on the stump and you actually have to work and that's what Zeller ran into. Great attorney general. Everybody thought slam dunk he goes to Congress and he didn't even get second in the race. Yeah, so he can be very choosy on what he speaks about So it's kind of like the guy that you kind of want to be pulled into it. Um, So at this point, I think he's going to be happy with continuing to, you know, step close to the line, but not stepping over the line to become an official candidate, because this will continue to push his his popularity higher. And plus, it will give him a stronger stance on the issues of law enforcement that he wants to move forward with. Get our guest Scott Strong talking about Indiana Attorney General, Indiana's Attorney General Curtis Hill speaking in Brownsburg last night. Let's get to something fun here. Did anybody ask him about the whole Elvis impersonator thing? No, that that did not come up. How does that not come up? The attorney general is an Elvis impersonator. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so he he alluded to it a little bit. I'm sure that's what he was doing in karaoke, but he did not pursue it. I mean, to me, that puts a little bit of a sense of humor on the guy, a lot of sense of humor on the guy, and it shows he's a normal dude. Indie Star even did a big article about it. He doesn't run from it, and hey, maybe if you run for an office in the future, uh, that helps you out, right? That's right. That's right. Okay, Scott, overall, uh, thumbs up, thumbs down on the performance last night for Curtis Hill. Oh, I would definitely give him two thumbs up. He was a big hit with the crowd, and there were a lot of people that stood around and wanted to talk to him um, and get his views. I mean, he's coming out very strong against legalizing marijuana. He went on that last night. He talked about the opioid crisis and talked about the syringe and basically kind of reiterated a lot of the things that he had spoken about during the, the statehouse session this year. And he talked about, you know, giving away too many syringes and, you know, you need to have a one for one. So, you know, I would say he hit home runs all night long. All right, you stole my thunder. I was saving the best for last. Let's get to it. Marijuana legalization, there seems to be a trend for it. He is forcefully against it. What did he say about it? 
Yeah, and he's coming from it not so much as an emotional aspect. He's coming from it from the facts and the figures of what it does to people. And, you know, he talked about, you know, a lot of times of the people who are currently in prison, and a lot of them start with recreational marijuana, and then they continue to move up up the up the line. And he's, he's he, you know, he was not even really poor from what I understood his recreational mar- marijuana use because because um, of, of it leads to bigger things. And so he's talking about, you know, this rate. Um, he did talk about one thing that was very interesting, um, and he pointed out a few counties around the state. You know, he says actually some of the best places for opioid t- treatment for people is when they're in jail because then they're in a confined environment where you can manage their day-to-day life and you can help them get on track if there is a treatment program that's eligible within the prison. And he says, you know, he had several stories of people saying, you know, I people would have been dead if they hadn't gotten treatment while they were in prison. So put a different spin on things of people helping them get over and having treatment in a different way than what maybe most would expect. Our guest Scott Strong. We're talking about Indiana Attorney General Curtis Hill speaking in Brownsburg last night, wrapping up our conversation on the big topic that seems to follow Curtis Hill, his very forceful stance against marijuana legalization. He wrote this op-ed for Indie Star, and it drew all sorts of criticism, of course, from people that are for it. And a lot of people said, this sounds like a guy that's pandering to a Republican base where he's running for U.S. Senate. Did you get the feeling that, that's, that he's aware of that at all, or do you think he's just like, dude, I'm the Attorney General? I'm writing this thing, and if you don't like it, sorry about you. Yeah, I think you know. I didn't get the sense that his views were any were anything related to him running for that particular office. I think he is a very strong, principle-driven man. That's what he believes about it. Whether he's running for that office or he is not, I don't believe he's going to be changing that, and that's going to be a very consistent story. And he really did talk about, um, you know, people and the prison populations and what's going on. And his key point that he really drove home last night was when we relax the laws and the media is not reporting. You know, he's if you listen to the to the media. He says that our prisons are full of people serving 20-year sentences for marijuana, and he blatantly came out and said that is not true. That is a misdemeanor offense. That's not the case. He says what most of these people are in is they do one thing, and then they have several small crimes, and it adds up, and it's not 20-year sentences. It's two- or three-year sentences, and it's people stealing to get money to buy these drugs because they get addicted to it. All right, uh, close with this. You mentioned Diego Morales was there, and he was going to run against Connie Lawson for Secretary of State. Now what? what's he doing? Is he running for Congress? Well, and that was an interesting because that question came up, and actually Curtis Hill, when he saw him walked in, stopped and asked him what he was doing and <laughs> where he was spending his time in front of the whole crowd. So, what, what did he say? What's he doing? Diego said he was getting all over and um, he's traveling all over the state, and Curtis pushed him. He says, are you going to a specific set of counties in the western part of the state, or are you traveling the entire state? And Diego just laughed and says, I'm trying to get all over. (laughs) Okay, so here's my take on this. I was all for it when he wanted to run for Secretary of State because I'm all for anybody if they think they can do a better job. 
Come out and run. That's not an indictment on Connie Lawson at all. We like Connie, good friend of the show. But I'm all for competition. If you think you can do better, spell it out. Let's have a vote on it. But when you make it pretty clear, hey, I'm really thinking about, and he didn't say specifically, but it was well known that that's what he was looking at. Now, all of a sudden, the rumor, and again, who knows, is that the GOP uh, godfathers put their boot on him and told him, you're not winning, you're not running against County Lawson, we like her. Now he wants to run for this other office. To me, I don't like that because if you want, if you think you're good at the job, then go for that job. But now you just strike me as an office seeker to me. Yeah, so it was interesting. He was noncommittal. He handed out business cards um, last night around the room, and it was just Morales for Indiana, no particular (laughs) office. So, you know, I I think he must be waiting to find out as the – find out what's going on or if he has a plan he's very much holding it close to that no you got to be kidding me his business card actually said for indiana for indiana yeah well, i'm glad he's for indiana yes okay scott great job as always uh thank you for going thanks for being a great uh, eyes and ears out in the community thank you Hey, don't forget, if you missed any part of today's show, check out the podcast anytime you want. We're on SoundCloud and iTunes. You can download the show right to your smartphone or tablet. Go back and listen anytime you want. Just search Central Indiana today. Until next time, I'm Rob Kendall saying have yourself a great evening. You've been listening to the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency. An archive of today's program can be heard at our website, wyrz.org. Tune in next time for another edition of the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today with your host, Rob Kendall. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey. Since 1968, our family has been helping customers with their insurance needs. We provide insurance coverage for life, home, auto, and recreational vehicles. Phone number is 317-286-3481. The Kevin Kersey Agency can also be found on Facebook at The Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. Walk-ins are always welcome at 480 East Northfield Drive, Suite 300 in Brownsburg. The Kevin Kersey Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group.